Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. You are listening to Scoop B Radio. What's going on? I hope wherever you're listening from, you and your loved ones are safe during this COVID-19 period. Hey, this is the producer of Scoop B Radio, DJ Manio. I would just like to take the time out to give a big thanks for the listeners to the pod. We did record numbers last month. So on behalf of Scoop B and myself, thank you for the four years of supporting Brandon on this media journey. If you have a few minutes to spare, please fill out a short listener survey. Go to scoopyradio.com slash poll. You can also share your opinions about the show so we know what works and what we can do better. That's scoopyradio.com slash poll. S-C-O-O-P, the letter B, R-A-D-I-O dot com slash P-O-L-L. Don't worry if you didn't catch any of that. The link will be in the description. You're listening to Scoopy Radio with Brandon Robinson. E.K. Manny. Manny. L. Scoopy Radio. You know what's official if Barry Bonds said, yo, the best in the business. That's word of Scoop. You either tuning in or reading the word of Scoop. He give you the business. He show you the proof. If Scoop B say it, you know it's the truth. Sports and entertainment. He give you the mix. Some of the biggest interviews. He give you the fix. On iTunes, the number one podcast, the joint and the journalist, the GOAT, so why ask? Watch out, watch out. What about it? If he naming them, scoopy.com, do numbers like Chamberlain. Pin game is a gift, got the gift to gab. If he say it is gospel, it's as simple as that. Now pay attention and you can see the way it go. Enough of this talking. This is Scoopy Radio. You're listening to Scoopy Radio. Get on his Instagram now. Follow him. At Scoop B, follow him. Yes, sir. Scoopy Radio. Scoopy Radio. In your airwaves, on the plane, on the train, everywhere you need to be. I am Brandon Scoopy Robinson. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at Scoop B. Instagram and Snapchat at Scoop underscore B. And make sure, most importantly, that you subscribe to the Scoop B Radio Podcast, which is available on all streaming platforms. iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, TuneIn app, Stitcher app, or simply visiting the scoopbradio.com 2.1 million streams on all streaming platforms in 2019 and one of the reasons why as we are in Sixers week on the Scoopy Radio podcast is because we got guys who make history 
And on the line right now is no different. It's none other than my main man, Anthony Gilbert of Hoop Magazine, joining us on today's pod. Anthony, welcome to Scoopy Radio. Thank you. Thank you for having me, man. Of course. So, brother number one, I, I, I'm going to be honest with you, man. Um, I heard of you before I met you. Um, <laughs> I think at some point we connected either through email, social media, mm-hmm. uh, when I was writing some stuff about Ben Simmons and stuff Ben said to me, and then, you know, we bumped into each other at Sixers games. You don't look as old. You, you look young. I'll just say like that. But you've been <laughs> in the game for a long, long time. When I found out how old you were, I said, what? <laughs> Thank you, brother. Thank you, man. You know, you know how I'll just say, you know how we do it. You know <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This is true. You, um, one of the things that I admire about your, um, your journey is, um, there's certain guys, you, Michael Tillery, um, and others who kind of paved the way for a lot of indie writers and a lot of people who have personalities and personal relationships with players that many people refuse to believe exist. Mm. What was your journey like that got you to this point? Man, that's a great question. Um, I had to get over the hump of, of understanding that this is where I belong. Um, just watching the last dance and seeing Ahmad Rashad and all the fun things that he you know, taking us behind the curtain on Twitter. Um, I'm sure just like, you know, you were probably inspired by inside stuff and just knowing your story, you really got a leg up at a young age. Um, I looked at the NBA and I looked at Ahmad Rashad and I looked at my skill set and I said, all right, I'm not going to play basketball professionally, but I still want in. Um, so I was able to kind of just like wrap my my mind around the fact like this is what I want to do. This is a trail that has been blazed, and um, I need to go for it. So I, I went for it. Started out on the on the team side, working for the Knicks and the New York Liberty in New York, and then I went to the NBA headquarters. Um, and I worked in corporate communication. So I was able to kind of see how it works from the association side. And then I switched gears and went into journalism, working for SLAM. Um, wrote my first story with them in 2003. And haven't looked back since. That's real. Um, when you started, <clears throat> who were some of the players that took you right away? All the silly guys. <laughs> so uh, let's see Katina Mobley Kobe Bryant uh, Aaron McKee Rasheed Wallace uh, and Rasheed you know I can probably tell this story now <laughs> um, <laughs> how can I say it nicely Rasheed didn't speak to you if you weren't a person of color really yeah, he had his. He really had his thing. He was like, look, he would he would come to his locker. He would stand there, his back to the media. He's getting dressed, and you know, I would just say, um, "She, you mind if I just ask you a couple questions?" And he looked at me like, "Yeah, all right." And then <laughs> the media would start crowding around, and he didn't really have time for too many people. 
Uh, but I appreciated that because, you know, she's an all-star and he, de- he definitely was one of the more colorful personalities, to say it nicely, in the NBA. <laughs> and um, he had time for me, man. And, and, and Kobe had time and um, LeBron had time. It, it was just like I was doing things for YouTube um, for just my own personal blog in like 2000, 2008, 2009. And I discovered that the walk from the visiting locker room to the team bus in, in DC, it's a, it's a short enough distance where you could walk and talk and maybe get like three or four questions off. <laughs> so I would have a friend walk in front of us and walk backwards. And I, I had a little 35 millimeter camera. He would set the, the dial to, to video. And I would ask these questions and I'm getting like Kevin Durant in his rookie year, Kobe at the height of, of his, you know, um, championship rings when he was like on ring four chasing five and I'm getting LeBron at, you know, right when he's battling the Wizards every year in the playoffs. And it was great. It was just like, wow. And I just did it because I loved it. And, um, you know, here we are now in a digital age, and uh, I still have those connects, you know. And I know you know how it works because you have your connects around the league. And You know, I have no sources. Cut it out. Yeah. If we let the world tell it, you don't. But <laughs> those of us who know, uh, you're, you're super connected, man. And, and, I love and, you. Yeah, well, thank you, brother. I, I think it's important that we not only do our job, but, it's important that we, we, we are thankful to those who give us access and, and for people like you and I, um, I think it's, I think it's really, really good and important for us to champion one another, you know? So I, I definitely, I've been a fan of your work. You helped me. Uh, I was writing a story <laughs> on Ben Simmons and, uh, you sent me a link and was like, Hey, just spell my name right. And I like, <laughs> no problem. <laughs> If, no I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, this was at the NBA TK party in Brooklyn. And so for those listening online with my main man, Anthony Gilbert of Hope Magazine, he, uh, uh, basically um, what happened was Ben Simmons was done with media availability, but he I asked him a question about Jamal Crawford, who you and I both know. Mm-hmm. And essentially, he told me that Jamal Crawford needs to come through. Meaning, you know, yeah. the Sixers want him on the team. And we're still championing for Jamal. It hasn't happened. But um, that quote I took, I ran with it. And, I'm glad you did. <laughs> <laughs> did your numbers reflect that? Well, uh, I got paid. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> I, that that number is important, um, yeah. but no, it was it was cool, man, because I was able to write that story. I quoted you, um, and um, I was able to uh, do some stuff on air as well. And uh, I, because I, I followed that up by actually speaking to Jamal, and Jamal mm-hmm. was like, "Yeah, man, look, if they call, like I'm all in." And I was like, "Man, this is this because like, I'm not a do I I do more magazine writing or more." slice of life like pieces but to actually break news 
um, and, and do what you do <laughs> and many others, it felt good, man. It felt real good. <laughs> well, I have to give credit where credit is due um, because you gave me some advice uh, a few months ago that actually was very beneficial. And had I not taken your advice, ugh. So for those who are paying attention, back in February or late January, actually, I had gotten a tip uh, on uh, a move uh, that was being made by the Los Angeles Lakers, uh, where they were going to bring in J.R. Smith this was January 25th for a workout. And if I'm saying it, if I'm lying, tell me. But you basically said to me, I told you who told me, and you said, Scoop, you need to drop that now. And I was like, uh, I might wait a day. The next day, Kobe Bryant died, and that was what was in the news cycle. Yeah. I dropped it within that game. And the internet went crazy. Shout out to you for having an OG foresight to tell me because I'm excited. I was gonna wait. Yeah, now I'm glad you did, man. I mean, it was it was perfect. And then I remember kind of like reading about it maybe like two weeks later, <laughs> and I was like, man, scoop. Then put y'all on, man. You know what I'm saying? And, and that I think that's cool. Um, scoop. I know. You know, just growing up, just watching people do that, um, you know, growing up in Philly and then having lived in New York for a while and working for the Knicks. Like, look, the guy, he may be kind of uh, controversial, but I definitely used to read Peter Vesey in the New York Post because he would have some things. I was like, man, <laughs> this is nuts. <laughs> Uh, but that's, you know, it, it, it's fun, man. And as long as, as long as we're having fun and, and we're doing what we love, and that's what it's all about. You have been in the game for a long time. You're a silent assassin. Uh, you, as a person who is around, I guess, a lot of personalities and a lot of players and more, um, how do you know timing and right questions to ask at what time? Well, I try to do my homework. Um, so, you know, I usually go in with a short list of maybe like two or three people I want to speak to. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I got plan A, plan B, <laughs> plan B2. Uh, but, you know, sometimes it doesn't happen that way. So it's, it's like we love we love the sport. You know, a lot of the faces haven't changed over the years. So one minute you're trying to talk to a player, he ain't coming out the training room. Then you see a coach you know. Or you might see, like, a locker room attendant, ball boy, what have you. And you're like, yo, man, let me ask you a question. And the next thing you know, you can ask a follow-up question, or you might have gotten something that you didn't even know you needed, you know. So um, part of it is serendipity, just being there and being in, you know, being in the right place at the right time. Um, the other part of it is like just doing your homework, man. Like there's so many times where it's just like, man, like just you say one thing and the guy just opens up and you're like, bet. Like and that's just because you knew. You and, and like homework money and me, I'm not even happy at home. There's been plenty of times like I'm looking around the locker room, I'm seeing nameplates and I'm on my phone, like, all right, let me let me see how much I can memorize about this cat. In the mm-hmm. next two minutes, so that I could bring it up in a, a nice off the cuff, quote unquote, conversation. Um, yeah, man, you know, just uh, doing what we do best, staying in the moment. 
you um have been around the Sixers most of the season. Um, mm-hmm. How deadly is this Sixers team if they're healthy? Scoop B Radio. When healthy, um, they 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 have a really good rotation. They got about a, a solid like seven to eight man rotation. Um, their problem is partially on one hand, I'd say just roles. It's like okay, who's going to do what when the game is on the line? Um, and then the other part of it, I think, is shooting, which helps with roles. Uh, if they had a legitimate outside threat, that would open up so much because you know you have. A, a solid front court with Embiid. You could even put on the offensive end, you know, if you take that ball out of his hands, you could put Ben Simmons down there. Um, even just to kind of create ball and create mismatches and, and find the open uh, knockdown shooter, but they don't have those options. So I actually had them going as far as they've been going, second round. And then they wet the bed. Um, so, you know, I've asked this to the organization. I've asked Coach uh, Brett Brown. I've asked um, Elton Branch, you know, just like, hey, man, like, wouldn't you say the way this team is designed that you still need that knockdown shooter? And, you know, uh, they agree to an extent, but then they also have a lot of confidence in the team that's in assembled. And rightfully so. That like that's their job, you know, put the team together and and have confidence in them. So, well, the proof is in the pudding, man. You know, and we'll see. You talked about uh, them needing a shooter um, and a veteran leader. You know which name I'm gonna bring up. <clears throat> How would Jamal Crawford fit in Philadelphia? Uh he's he fit so well. I mean, he's a he's a great locker room guy. You know, he's. He's a veteran for sure. Like he came in in 2000, and um, he could facilitate, and he could not get an open jumper. You know, like you could—he doesn't even need the ball in the team. But to have that ability as a as an off guard and as a a legitimate threat on the outside, I don't know why he hasn't been bought in for a workout or a physical. I, I really don't know why. Like he's there, just going and and at least kick the tires, man. Hmm. Do something. Scoop B Radio. My man, man, Anthony. Um, you, uh, Philadelphia born raised. Um, I have watched it. The Sixers when they were up, when they were down, when they were rebuilding. Who are your favorite three Sixers of all time? That's a great question. I'd have to say, um, first and foremost would be Doc. Uh, I remember my mother. Took my brother and I to see his last home game in what was that, '87. Mm-hmm. So April '87, my mom was like, "Look, y'all are going to go. This is Dr. J. Like, we're going." I remember we got like a VHS tape and like a certificate, like, "Hey, we were here." Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, so that that was a pretty cool moment. Even though I was, I was young, I was a little boy. Uh, I just remember going. I don't remember the game. I remember we were sitting on the roof of the spectrum. <laughs> but uh, I had to say Doc, and I had to say Barkley. Barkley, that's yes, 90s. Like, that was my guy. I like, love me some Charles Barkley. I still do. Um, 
you know, it, it's tough sometimes when you hear people talk about him in a negative light. Like, I wish Charles was set up. Like, him and LeBron had their battles. Him and Draymond Green are currently having a little spat. Um, but that's my guy, man. And every time I've ever seen him or been around him, he's he's like the uncle, man. Like, I don't know him. But he treats me like like family. You know, that that's just Chuck. Um, so I, I love him for that. And then my final sixer. Hmm. I might, uh, man, I, I, might, I might have to say Allen Iverson, man. You I'm know, waiting for that. Yeah. I'm <laughs> have, it's, it, but it's, it's so many, you know, but I just got, I got to say AI because AI, another guy who I don't know, but has always given me the time of day in terms of interviews, has always made me feel uh, welcome. Scoop B Radio. I remember uh, my senior year at Temple University, I was interning uh, for the Sixers, and I had just completed um, an internship at Madison Square Garden with the Knicks, so, you know, I was just like, look, I'm trying to graduate, I'm trying to get as much experience as possible, and I was working in the PR department. And I walked in there to drop off the set to the um, PR director. I'm not going to say his name. Um, but I walk in the gym. I give him the stats. And AI turns around. They're having practice. AI turns around. Finally, we got some black people in here. <laughs> <laughs> and the PI director turns bright red. And I was never allowed to practice again. What? Yeah. Crazy man, and I just like wow. So here, here the star of the show is just like appreciating that like a young cat that looks like him is doing it, and now I can't come to practice no more. Like wow, like it was that late. So you know, I, I definitely got to give AI some love for that man. I appreciated that. That definitely put uh, some pep in my step when I headed to class that afternoon. Bubba Chuck, keeping it real. Yeah. Right on the line. Got a few more minutes. Kobe Bryant passed away earlier this year, and um, you discussed. Um, you, you've written. Uh, you first of all, you've discussed relationships that you've had with players. Um, him being from uh, the main line, and you know, mm -hmm. born in Philly, his dad being a Philadelphia legend. Um, how'd you guys start your relationship? Uh, Kobe, <laughs> I know he's been watching the last dance, and uh, every every time somebody blinks at Michael Jordan, he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna remember that." <laughs> like, wait till we get on the court. Um, Kobe, Kobe's competitive. He, you know, he was competitive in a very similar way, um, like the all elite athletes are. And I remember his sister played volleyball for Temple University, <laughs> and she was. She was, she was, she was it. Like she was in Sports Illustrated. She was the captain of the team. Um, she's had me tell this story to her daughters because they're like, "What?" I'm like, Sharia Bryant was the first star of the children. You know, obviously Kobe eclipsed everyone. Um, but I was like, she was it. And I used to go to, you know, I used to go to the games, and then I actually got hired to work with the women's volleyball team. That's how I got you know, situated in uh, collegiate sports, working with that team first. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm feeling myself. 
I'm like, yo, Sharia, what's up? Like, where, where we going out? She's like, little boy, we ain't going nowhere. <laughs> I was like, well, I play ball, like, you know what I'm saying? I've been drinking milk now, like, what's up? <laughs> and she's like, nah, chief. She's like, first of all, you can't even beat my little brother. And I was like, your little brother? Like, go get your little brother. And she did. <laughs> <laughs> he came to the next game, and he was hot. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. He's like, I heard you could beat me. I'm like, wait, what? Now, mind you, I'm like, five. Eight uh, at the time. Thank God I grew. Um, and he was already like six three, six four. And he's like, really like, so so when are we gonna get this game, dog? Like I heard you've been talking trash. I was like, what? Well, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on. I didn't sign up for this. And a friendship began from there. Like, just because he's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that's how we 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 started our 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 journey, man. And uh, man, that guy's been so instrumental to uh, the success that I've enjoyed. And um, you know, he's always given me interviews. He's just always been like a, a, a true, genuine person. You know, I'm just gonna say friend aside, because you know, when you're writing, you got to take the friend hat off, but. It was always respect and and always love and uh, you know it, it's it's just interesting, man. It, it's crazy that he's gone. Like that game that you referenced earlier, you know, LeBron passes him for third all time in Philly, and then he, uh, you know, passed away the next day. So it, it, it's it's been surreal, uh, but great dude, and uh, you know, often misunderstood. But I, I appreciate everything that that man gave. Me. I did it. We'll be ready on the line. Anthony Gilbert, I know you got to run. Um, where can people find all your information? Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. And, uh, and your work at Hoop. Yes, sir. Yeah. So um, I do a column at Hoop. comes out every week, either on Wednesday or Thursday. Uh, that's at Hoop Mag on Twitter. Uh, my All of my handles, Twitter, Instagram, is at AX Gilbert. And then on Facebook, you just look up Anthony Gilbert, or you can do facebook.com backslash AXG24. So uh, I'm always posting my new stuff. And, of course, with the work stoppage, I've been posting a lot of, like, archival footage, you know, just to keep people interested. There you go. You heard it first. And I appreciate your time, good brother. Anytime, man. Appreciate you, Scoop. Keep, uh, keep making them hits, brother. You already know. <laughs> All right. And this is B Radio saying, you bring the coffee and I'll bring the Duncan. Kaboom! Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 